1: Baby, oh boy, howdy! Oh, welcome to the Wolfman. How you doing, everybody? How are you doing, Will? Most importantly, how are you?
2: Do you know the smell of like? Oh God! No, no, no! (laughs) Like when you saw into wood with an electric saw. Yeah. I smelt that, like as I sat down just now. Like, were you doing shop work in this room? (laughs) yes (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you were. you yes. were: Yes.
1: <laughs> so uh, there's two two possibilities. Okay. One, you finally smelled this beautiful table that we have between us.:
2: I mean, it's been here a while. It yeah. does
1: smell like brand new yeah. wood, but I got a 3D printer.
2: That's what that is. It
1: kind of smells like hot glue, though. okay. Not so much. I don't know why I smell wood. I don't know, but I made some things. I, uh, I left close. them here. Uh, I made a little frog guy. Nice, because it was it came preloaded yeah. on the thing. I made a whistle. Oh, it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't finish the print all the way, but it fit, yeah. it worked. Yeah, this yeah. is the I'm first sure, thing I'm I sure made. Zim's ears are bleeding. Oh right yes, now. and I made Naked Zelda.
2: I was gonna say her her bosoms are ample. Yes, for an anime girl
1: that's supposed to be twice as big, so it'd be more <laughs> detailed. Well, okay, this was the first thing that came up when I searched Zelda on a three D printing. Website.
2: I should I should be
1: surprised, but I'm not. Right, right. So what you might be smelling is the okay the 3D printing. Yeah, it smells oh. like hot glue. Kind okay, of. and I ran out of stuff because yeah. I spent all of the stuff calibrating it. Right, and I just got a shipment just now. There you go. And I found you could do like lens caps and like body caps. Yeah, you and stuff can do like a lot. You know, you can do guns. <laughs> yes you get like a shot off and then they and then they fall apart yeah uh there was oh there was another thing i wanted to show you i want to you you're a transformers guy yes
2: uh hold on i do enjoy my g1 Transformers. i found
1: this the other day and you gotta see this i want to get this okay it's 150 dollars Oh yeah, I've seen those. I've... It's freaking basically a version of my camera.
2: Yeah, but it turns into. Out it turns out I've I tried to get those. That is awesome. Like, nobody I know like has access to them. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they are all like, these are like weird off-brand websites. Yeah,
2: you got to go to like import uh, sites. You got go to go like Japan and stuff. I think Big Bad Toy Store had them. But I think they sold out mm. because that, you know, that's an American company, so they could right. get it for okay. easily. Okay, so it's a Japanese thing. Yeah, okay. all the good Transformers are Japanese things. Mm. There was a Megatron that turned into a Sega Genesis, only in Japan. Well, oh, that's cool. I know, right?
1: Uh, Dad says wood smells. Buy that Aussie some Right Guard
2: man i get it. he smells lovely he <laughs> smells great
1: uh hey thank you to Spankwise wise for the 18 months all the love george mcfarland for the 23 months i pokemon slept through that pokemon presents <laughs> and, got him and timmy two shoes with the 10 months and jay cannon with the 23 months notice me senpai i always notice you uh wait what's the link i need the link just google canon r5 optimus prime yeah <laughs>
2: there's another one too it's a decepticon but i, I, I forgot what, which decepticon do you know what is it a camera yeah it's, it, it turns into the same camera but instead of optimus prime it's a decepticon
0: uh transformer i just see oh who the hell's that yeah right he's not one of the
2: main ones
1: Re- refractor is that a guy? Sure. Tommy Refractor? Well, Tommy... Transformers Takara Tommy Refractor.
2: Takara Tommy is the, the Japanese company that makes Transformers.
1: Uh, all yeah. right. All right, chat. What Transformer we got Come here? Come on, nerds. Who, is, me who is this guy?
2: Is that just Megatron? That's not Megatron? That's not Trans... No, it's not Megatron. of looks like Megatron.
1: Can't hear you? Unmute us
0: then, yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i assume megatron but i don't know galvatron isn't that no, the same
0: no. guy it,
2: galvatron is just different megatron different megatron um it just no. says decepticon no he's got a specific name but oh man maybe it's... maybe oh yeah no it's refractor okay. so like who, who gives a shit Transformer? <laughs> like, it's not Soundwave. it's not starscream it's not Shockwave. Yeah, I don't want it, but I do yeah. want the Optimus. No, yeah, the Optimus is fine. sick. It is still on Big Bad Toy Store for $150. Apparently it comes out this month.
1: Oh, it's not even out yet? No, it's just oh. pre order. Okay. Which is uh, weird because like, might... this
2: came out the news of this came out like in August. I
1: might do that. I might do it. There you go. Uh Dragon says, Did you get a new espresso machine? Yes, I haven't opened it yet. I don't know if I can use it yet. I need a tamper because it's got a bigger. Uh, port of filter but uh i said i would do a stream where i play with it so i've been holding off on playing with it you gotta get that tamper. also i need the tamper so yeah. i don't know uh it might come in the. there might be a shitty one in the box i don't, I don't know anyway uh oh did you hear the the uh, we're burying the lead here we got yeah. a lot of things to talk about yes we got uh uh pokemon presents happens yeah. you might not have known that it happened yeah because no. There wasn't much. Nobody cared. <laughs> uh, there was a state of play last week that we missed. Yes. Uh, some other news. There's some fighting game news that we have to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty is apparently making a game this year, mm-hmm. and some other stuff. Uh, but before we get into that, there's two things. One, did you hear about my espresso machine debacle? No.
2: It. I can't keep up with your espresso machine debacle. It
1: shipped. Uh huh. With this address in the in the in the. In the address line this address and then our parents town in the town line
0: and it went
1: to their house somehow really yeah
2: because you know i think that's what happened to my comic-con ticket oh i they They, and instead of like you know leaving it at the post office they just said not f you (laughs)
1: oh they sent it back they sent it back okay well they know our parents. So right. I think they just saw the last name and they were like, oh, well, they'll find it out. My name is on... <laughs> oh, Th- a- this was a big box. It was like un- yeah, yeah. unmistakable. Okay. But what was a little concerning is that the outside of the box says Espresso Machine. Yeah. And then the top, it says High Value Product in Big Cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in Brooklyn when, when yeah. mom called me and I was like, oh, well, that's going to have to sit outside for a little yeah. bit. But it was fun anyway what are we talking about oh other thing we need to get into before we talk about the pokemon presents uh
2: free games (laughs) yes um so february if you don't know this only has 28 days which means tomorrow is march which means you get free games if you're subscribed to playstation plus essentials or xbox live gold oh so playstation did things a little differently I noticed you put a pushsquare.com Because like- so Sony announced what the state of what the um, the games uh, the PlayStation Plus games are mm-hmm. for next month but they did it in the middle of their state of play. Uh. So they didn't do an official blog post for it. Oh that's weird.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: I mean cuz those games will be available on tu- on Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month, which is the 7th. So I guess normally they would have put the blog post up tomorrow or whatever, but they announced them during the state of play, um, and they are Battlefield 2042 for the PlayStation Five. Interesting. Um, that's that's new. Yes, so that came out like last year. Minecraft 2021.
1: Oh my god, I thought it was closer.
2: Minecraft Dungeons for the PlayStation Four and Code Veen for the PlayStation Four. Code Vein is
1: like a it's an
2: anime Souls Light. Yeah, I've seen
1: this. Uh, is it Bandai? Yeah, it's Bandai.
2: We we, we saw this at yeah. E3 one year. Uh, I do think it's funny that Battlefield 2042 is in the PlayStation Essentials lineup this month. Not just because the game had a very rough launch and like people hated it. And now mm-hmm. they're, at, they're at the point where, like, please, just anybody play this game. But Sony specifically said that they don't want Microsoft to get Call of Duty because that means they're stuck with Battlefield.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and now here they are. Ba- here they are. Yay. Yay. Just take it. Here, this Just is take this it. This
2: is proof that you know we can't handle <laughs> losing Call of Duty. Is that
1: it? Those are the three games? <laughs> those are the three, yeah. What's this all this at
2: the bottom? Uh those are games coming to extra. Uh which is interesting because I did not know the Legacy of Thieves Collection, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection was not included.
1: In yeah, that's that. weird. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo, that's pretty cool, so that's coming. Yeah. Uh I have that on Steam, I haven't <laughs>
2: touched it. Uh Rainbow Six Extraction. Remember that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's like they really siege and everyone's like, okay, yeah, that's it. It's the last Rainbow Six you're ever gonna get. Uh it's basically a spin-off. And okay. then games with gold. Games Gold. Uh wow. <laughs> uh hey. You get three games this month. Whoa, they're yeah. being really generous yeah. this month. For so for the entire month of March, not only do you get uh Truberbrook Truberbrook, of, of course, uh, of course. You also get a sudden strike for the complete collection. Wow! You know the fourth entry in the sudden strike series, and then from March sixteenth to April fifteenth, you get Lamentum. What the hell is Lamentum? I don't know. I don't know what any of these games are. Apparently, there's been four sudden strike games, <laughs> and this one it comes with all five previously released DLC. I hope these developers are getting a lot of money. I hope so too. Uh, this is very sad, and like we've talked about it before, how like Netflix games has like some really good indie titles, like yeah. high like high value indie titles, twelve minutes of uh, Shredder's Revenge, of uh, Oxenfree, you know, games like that, just available if you have a Netflix subscription. Mm-hmm. So microsoft has the money they can do that they can get like some of the more high value Netflix, uh indie games on there not the random ass ones and i again i feel bad because these might be some you know gems some hidden gems but nobody's. i've never that. heard of any of exactly. them i've never seen any of them yeah,
1: I, I i doubt there's some hidden gems in there <laughs> uh I'm i just looked up amazon prime just because they sometimes have good stuff yeah um and they do have a bunch of they have five free games. Never heard of any of those either. I am Fish. Uh-huh. Oh, is it I Am Fish or I Yeah, I am Fish. Oh, it's like I am Bread. Yeah. I am Fish. <laughs> uh Book of Demons. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Which I guess is a big deal to some people. Yeah, I've
2: heard of I've at least heard of Baldur's Gate.
1: Adios and Faraway 3. Those are free with Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh hey, if you have Amazon Prime, you know what else is free. A subscription to the Wolf Den here. Yep. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Wolf Den. Just like Sachi did in the chat, gifted. He he subscribed with Amazon Prime for six months. Look at that. There you go. And that helps support us, and that helps us keep making episodes. Uh, how come that didn't come through my notifications? Everything. So oh, I have
2: to resubscribe. Look at that.
1: There so you go. So See, it reminded Prime him. St- yeah.
2: Subscribe free with Prime. There you go. And now I will share it. Because I want to be read in the chat.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, there he is, Man. Will Wolf. Damn it! Thanks for subscribing for thirty-seven months. If wow. you want to be like
2: me, don't. <laughs> and Pokemon, we ran out of hats.
1: Pokemon presents. Yeah, you haven't worn your hat in a while. I I keep losing it. You know? <laughs> like I know where it is, and then I forget where it is. Pokemon presents. Yes.
2: Uh, Pokemon presents a whole lot of nothing. It was twenty five minutes. Did you watch any of it? No. Like I was gonna go back and watch it, but then I saw like people were like disappointed. So by so, it. so we f- not nah, don't bother.
1: We filmed the Nintendo podcast on Sunday. Yeah. And uh then the Pokemon Presents was on Monday. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of a concern that there'd be something that we would need to talk about because the episode doesn't go out till Thursday. Right. Um nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh but we had decided to do like a five minute conversation about it anyway to slot in later. Um, I, I watched the whole thing because of that. Otherwise, yeah. I never would have even given it the time of day. Mm-hmm. But I watched it, 25 minutes of them talking so slow, <laughs> repeating themselves over and over again, mm-hmm. taking long pauses between words. Yeah. It was very difficult to watch. Oh, boy. And there was nothing exciting.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean... Should we just run through? what they Yeah, announced and... all right. We'll start with uh, Scarlet and Violet. They this have... was this was the last thing they talked about. <laughs> they, I guess, they think this was the big one.
1: It it is the big one. It it they announced a DLC. So every year there's a Pokemon yeah. something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, with uh, Sword and Shield, they took a year and instead worked on DLC yeah. for the main games instead of releasing like a pokemon gun yeah exactly it never gets old so scarlet and violet is doing the same thing they're getting dlc this yes. year which i think is good yeah it's like a little bit of a break yeah although game needs some work yeah. <laughs> so hopefully
2: this will help a little bit uh well fans who have been exploring the Paldea region of scarlet and violet have more fun in store now that a pair of new paradox pokemon are appearing in the terror raid battles Scarlet players will encounter the Water and Dragon type Pokémon Walking Wake, while those playing Violet will find the Grass and Psychic type Pokémon Iron Leaves. That's a good name for a metal band. (laughs) Uh, You can catch these Pokémon in Terra Raid battles now. Scarlet and Violet can now also connect with Pokémon Go, allowing you to send uh, postcards from the mobile game to the Switch titles. Postcard location data will affect the pattern of the pavilion that appear in Scarlet and Violet. Sending postcards. Also opens up the opportunity to catch roaming from, uh, to catch roaming form, uh, Gimme Ghoul in Pokemon Go. When Pokemon Home support is added to Scarlet and Violet earlier this year, you will be able to bring the roaming form Gimme Ghoul that you've caught in Go into your Palian adventure.
1: Gimme Ghoul confuses the hell out of me, and so does this. No, I'm not doing it. Okay.
2: It it, it seems
1: overly complicated. Yeah. So which, so they have like a Suicune type Pokemon that mm-hmm. is now like a dinosaur guy.
2: Okay. Is that Walking Wake? I don't. I think that's a different I think that, one. I have no idea, honestly.
1: Oh no, that is Walking Wake. Okay.
2: Is this different than the DLC? I have no idea. I think that's just an add-on. The, the true DLC is the next section, which is Uh, the hidden treasure of area zero coming in two parts, uh, later this year. Part one, the teal mask has you visiting the land of Kitakami on a school trip and will be released in fall of this year. Part two, the Indigo disc will see you become an exchange student at blueberry Academy and is slated for winter 2023. During these adventures, you'll encounter some familiar Pokemon that you hadn't seen in Paldia, as well as a newly discovered legendary Pokemon, uh, or- Pond and Terrapagos. Nailed it. Uh, you can purchase the version of the hidden treasure of Area Zero that matches your game version now on the eShop. Uh, when you do, you'll get a new uniform set to give your characters some new outfits. As an early purchase bonus, you'll receive a code that allows you to claim a special... Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Hisuian, Hisu-ian- Zororak. Z- I was going to say Zorak <laughs> uh, for your
1: in-game team. So they announced DLC mm-hmm. for this year. Yes. A fall 2023. Barely anything from it. Though.
2: Yeah. You have to wait till fall and winter to play this stuff. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: Yeah. But also they showed nothing. They showed literally this picture. Yeah. Is all that they showed. Yeah. And they showed like a little bit of a closer up of each Pokemon, like the like the mask guy and the yeah. other guy, and then that's basically it. And some three D renders of what is very clearly not video game footage, and it says yeah. not actual game footage. Um, so, yeah, yeah, they're doing DLC. We figured that out, but that that's yeah. otherwise it's all out yeah. of nothing. Maybe they're rushed because like don't they always do announcements on that day? It's like Pokemon Day on the day they did this yeah isn't it? i think they do that like every year is the yeah pokemon but presents. you know
2: they're pokemon they could stand to wait a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah they don't have to do that you're yeah. right you're right all right there's there's more stuff every single time there's pokemon news everyone expects it to
2: be pokemon sleep well we finally got it we were also treated to a look at the long awaited pokemon sleep which is coming later this year in the game you work together with professor uh Niroli uh, and Snorlax to research the way Pokémon sleep, and to do so, all you need to do is get a good night's sleep. By wow. leaving your smartphone by your pillow when you go to bed, your sleep will be measured and analyzed. Uh, your sleep will be categorized into one of three sleep types, and Pokémon that sleep in similar ways will gather around Snorlax to aid in your research. The new Pokémon Go plus, ex- the new Pokémon Go plus plus accessory can be used with Pokemon Sleep. This handy device operates with a push of a button, and it can measure your sleep data when it's placed on your pillow. Um, there's also a Pikachu within the Pokemon Go Plus Plus that can sing lullabies for you. The more sleep you get together, the friendlier this Pikachu will become. You can even unlock a new alarm sounds as, you, as your bond grows. Pokemon Sleep is planned to launch in summer of 2023, and the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is scheduled for release on July 14th. Uh, you'll enjoy waking up each day to see which Pokemon sleep types, sleep styles you can discover. So,
1: I th- I feel like an older uh, uh, a Wolf Den channel would have made a whole video about that little Pokeball Plus. Yeah. But I don't see that happening. I don't see yeah. <laughs> a-, a-, a reason to go about all that. It just seems... Mm, oh. I feel like... I liked the original Pokeball Plus yeah. thing. That was cool. It had integration with Pokemon Let's Go and you could bring it around and it was it had a Mew in it and gained XP for that. And
2: also Pokemon Go. It was cool. I would like to see uh this in action. Like I would like to actually see somebody like get the Go Plus Plus. I think the pre orders just happened. And download the app and like try it out. And okay, you convinced me. I'm not I <laughs> wasn't saying you had to do it. I'm just saying like that interests me because i don't sleep very well (laughs) i I, i've been waking up like i like i just slept under a boulder like for the past year i have i do sleep tracking with my apple watch but the default sleep tracking on the apple watch sucks bricks Mm -hmm. so i would like something anything to help me track my sleep properly and learn what i can do to sleep better the sleep tracking Snorlax is gonna help me do that the sleep tracking on on the on the Apple Watch sucks. It's like the the default one? What about it sucks? When I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or like deal with my kids, it mm. still thinks I'm sleeping. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but it does.
1: That's weird. Yeah. Uh it looks like you can't get it from Nintendo right now. Uh Really? It just says releasing in January 2023. Best Buy has pre-orders though. Okay.
2: I'll just leave that in the table. Okay. I mean,
1: decide later if I actually you want don't have
2: to get it. I'm just saying
1: I'm a little curious. I know I'm going to use it like once. Yeah. Okay. I sleep a lot
0: <laughs> oh, for a
1: long time. So I'm going to catch a lot of Pokemon. I'm wondering if it's like going to reward you for sleeping a little bit. Like if you yeah. sleep for like, like, <laughs> will you get a shitty Pokemon if you sleep for two hours. Well like if you're a power napper. Well, yeah. like you want to catch them all, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, tonight I can only sleep for two hours because I want yeah. a shiny Pikachu or something, you know? I doubt it'll work like yeah. that. I was saying, why not a fitness band at this point?
2: Yeah, I'm surprised. Like like it's, a Fitbit or something. Like, the the idea of, like, leaving your phone or this thing on your pillow while you sleep. Because mm-hmm. part of my problem is I move around a lot while I sleep. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to knock the phone over. I'm going to, like, lose the stupid plus plus thing. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't understand why it's not why that's not a wearable, or you know why there isn't an app for the watch. Yeah, as well to go along with the app you're gonna get for your smartphone. Also,
1: how well is it gonna work when there's uh, multiple beings in the bed with you? Yeah, exactly. Like we got <laughs> got me, got Hannah, and got the dog. Yeah. So dogs can get up, yeah, move so, around, I, fuck I've, it up for and, me. And if
2: this thing makes noise, I don't want my wife waking up to like he got you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> i think it does i think oh, it, cool. i think it it has a, it comes with the pikachu in it yeah and i think it does make
2: noise it's bad enough my alarm on my phone is still like the the, the submarine warning <laughs> that's like the default isn't it no the default is like something soon like on an iphone yeah no mine is you know mine. Mine's yeah my intruder alert from goldman yeah that's mine too yeah uh
1: so yeah, I I want to. I'm gonna try. I guess I'll try it. I guess I you convinced me to try. It. Yeah. I don't know if I want to make a whole ass video about it. All right,
2: I mean you can make a short out of it.
1: I can make a short there out of go. it. See, so you convinced me to spend fifty five dollars. Wow, oh, thank God. you so much. Fifty
2: five dollars. Fifty
1: five dollars. That's the original Pokemon Go Plus yeah. was fifty dollars. Really? Well, that was a ball? That was yeah. like a cool ball a that you could use in the game. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have trouble sleeping. I have trouble sleeping at the right time. Right. But not for lengths. Yeah. So, uh I'm not sure what this will say about me. What th- what I will learn about myself. Well, no. a fitness band though, I feel like I would that would get me to want to yeah. catch stuff. Like Pokemon Go when that came out. Got all of us nerds out doing stuff. Yeah. You know, that was a crazy summer when that came out.
2: Well, this one is flat. So maybe someone will create like a watch band on Etsy or something that you can wear on your
1: wrist. Yeah, I'm assuming it has all the same functionality as the other one. Yeah. Uh, That was the Pokemon Go Plus originally was a ball and it was a pain in the ass to take around you because you can't put it in your pocket.
2: This you can put in your pocket. Well, let's let's read about it. The Pokemon Go Plus Plus will also enhance your Pokemon Go game using the device allows you to automatically spin Pokestops and throw Pokeballs at Pokemon without having to pull out your smartphone by linking your Pokemon Go Plus Plus to pokemon go you'll also get access to special research leading to and leading to an encounter with a snorlax wearing a nightcap and stay tuned there are plans to add new features to pokemon go that will incorporate the sleep data recorded by the pokemon go plus
1: plus device
2: that's great yeah. that, that that does sound like the
1: original pokemon go right plus. but now
2: with sleep data
1: yeah uh Rod Coronado in the chat says, "Pokemon be selling your data." Yeah, probably, probably. probably. Let them have it. Okay, yeah, shit. I mean, I what are they, like everybody takes our data. Yeah, what are they going to do with? Well, I guess they could break into my house and steal all my stuff. Yeah, because I'm so asleep. <laughs> They'll know when I'm asleep. True. Remember when Dad wanted to beat up the census guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wanted this census one year. Wanted to know when everybody was. Out of the house yeah. and working, he's like, "They'll they'll take me to jail." I don't <laughs> care. I'm never answering that. And I was like, "You know what? That's a good point, though. Yeah, no one needs to know when yeah, everyone is out of the house in the house. Business. Anyway, uh, well, little do they know, I'm totally fine giving a, a the Pokemon company, the Pokemon company, a yeah. corporate entity, my all of my uh, lifestyle data.
2: Yeah, but they're cuddly, so it's okay. They're
1: cuddly, and they yeah. give me. Digital cuddly dopamine rushes. Yeah. Anyway, I was interested in this Pokemon Concierge.
2: The world of Pokemon animation continues to grow with a new collaborative project between the Pokemon Company and Netflix. Pokemon Concierge is Netflix as a Netflix series that utilizes groundbreaking stop motion animation to tell a new story from within the world of Pokemon. Set at the Pokemon Resort, the series follows Haru. The resort's concierge and the many Pokemon that visit as guests. More information about the series will re- uh, release will be shared in the future.
1: They barely showed anything. Yeah. What you see here is like basically what we yeah. saw. But I think that's really cool. I yeah. Uh, I like the idea of the world of Pokemon, mm-hmm. and in like TV and movie form, we're pretty much locked to like you know battles and shit, yeah. and like you know Ash and whatever. And uh, this expands it because there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world yeah, of Pokemon is that isn't just, just Pokemon fighting Pokemon out. Yeah, so, so that's really cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think it's cool that it's stop motion Cause, like that. Yeah,
1: I'm very interested in that because yeah. these days, why not just make it fake stop motion?
2: Yeah, like CGI. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, stop motion like takes forever to do. Mm-hmm takes like years and they're doing a whole series yeah and um, it looks
1: i like i love the way this looks yeah but again you could fake it very easily (laughs) not very easily but you could fake it yeah and it would be a lot quicker yeah so it's interesting that they decided to go with that style i'm wondering like what the like target demographic is or what the age demographic they're always they always shoot really low yeah except for like Pokemon, what was it, Origins? I think it was. Yeah. That was supposedly like a little gritty and shit. Re- oh, really? Yeah. So I, uh, I I don't know how much I would enjoy. I this, don't know. Pokemon's
2: in nice. a weird spot because like obviously everything's aimed towards kids, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people who are into it are people our age who grew up with it. Yeah. Back in the nineties, uh, and I'm pretty sure this next thing is included in that: the Pokemon Trading Card Game Classic
1: yes this was very funny because they showed the trailer and it was like an epic pokemon card battle between two people and they looked like they were in their 30s yeah uh
2: pokemon presents uh gave pokemon trading card game fans an exciting glimpse at the upcoming pokemon trading card game classic a premium pokemon uh tcg set created as a joint production uh by design firm nendo uh creatures and the pokemon company this gorgeous set currently scheduled for release in 2023 uh, is meant to uh, is meant to last a lifetime. You'll get another peek at it during this year's World Pokemon Championships.
1: They know this is for us 30-year-olds, so lifetime, they don't really have much. Yeah, they, they they're, they're they, halfway there yeah, at this point. Yeah, they don't really need to Yeah, compensate for too much. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. A lot of people our age are still buying Pokemon cards. Yes. So this is a cool little thing for them. But I feel like they've gone back to the classic... Cards more than once. They've done it a bunch. Probably. They've re released them yeah, a
2: lot. But, like they keep, you know, going back to the original 151 mm-hmm. because that's what everybody remembers. Those are like, that's I, what I, I want. Yeah, I would say the, the majority <laughs> of people who are into Pokemon who are our age yeah. want them. They yeah. don't want the, like, the old, the new stuff.
1: So this is just that plus like a cool, like, playmat and stuff. Yeah. Like it's like a kit that comes with everything so i don't know Uh, i I guess i guess it's cool and then pokemon master ex so this is the mobile game yes it's actually pretty good i played when it came out i played a decent amount of it it was i i liked it a lot instead of collecting pokemon you collect trainers and like one of their pokemon so like uh and it's all different trainers throughout all pokemon history so you can Mm -hmm. get like ash you can get like misty and you can get like a you know, freaking this guy. That I forgot his name already. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. So it's cool. It's a good game. I like yeah. it.
2: Celebrating three and a half years of Pokemon Masters EX with a variety of bonuses and new Masters Sync pairs, the five-star championship select ticket scout will be available from Sunday, February 26th uh, at 10 p.m. Pacific to Sunday, April 2nd at uh, 11 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and trainers will receive a five-star champion select scout ticket at no cost when they log in between sunday did i just read that oh no sun uh sunday february 26th at 10 uh and march 26th at uh 11 um use the ticket and pick a champion to team up with you will choose cynthia lance Al- uh, alder iris diantha or steven <laughs> <laughs> okay all right, so there's a lot more between like certain time periods. So they're adding a lot to Pokemon Masters. EX.
1: Pokemon Masters EX is the closest you will get to having actual Pokemon on your phone because okay. you do battles and stuff. Right. And just instead of pulling out Pokemon, you're pulling out the trainers and you have a right. team of trainers. Okay. So that was like, it seemed like whatever company made Pokemon Masters EX, they were like, let's see how close we can get. To having an actual pokemon game yeah. before they shoot us down and that's what they did so i if you haven't tried it i think it's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh and then pokemon unite which is also a mobile game but it's like a it's a moba and it's like league of legends and i hate it it's not good
2: <laughs> as we enter the second year of pokemon unite legendary pokemon um zykan will be joining the fray with its unite move uh sovereign sword And the ability to charge its sword with Eros energy to unleash a more powerful attack. You can now complete missions in it, the adventure in Zykan's Weld event to receive rewards and obtain uh, Zykan's Unite license. A boss rush event... Uh, in which you earn rewards by facing off against formidable foes is also underway. Be sure to catch the Pokemon Presents video to discover the gift code for a personal Pokemon Unite in-game item and look forward to the Pokemon Unite Asia Champions League, an invitation-only league that will determine the game's Asia region champions. When I in the video they pronounced it Z- Zashian, Zashian, Z- Z-
1: Zacian? something like that. It was a, it was an S sound like okay. a Oh, I guess like ci i listen i've been calling him Zakian for for years all right um yeah i'm not into pokemon unite next is pokemon cafe remix which is another game that everybody tells me that i should like because i like coffee (laughs) but i'm not interested i don't think anybody here is interested I think we're going to skip it. Okay. And, and then Pokemon World Championship.
2: Finally, we got a chance to see the new special artwork that has been created to honor the 2023 Pokemon World Championships, uh, which are being held August 11th to the 13th at the Pacifico Yokohama in Yokohama, Japan. The best Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Pokemon trading card game, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Unite players will gather here from around the world to compete. Of course, if you're unable to attend the championships in person, you'll be able to catch all the action on our live broadcasts.
1: Bob, try saying "cyan" but in Japanese. Trying, uh, but a Japanese man try trying saying it in English. Cyan would be Cheyenne. Okay, or so- "shean." Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> they spent so long showing us this artwork for this stupid Yokohama thing. Yeah, like they, they the lead up to it. And then they built it up, and then they showed us, and it's like, okay, cool. I, I don't. It's this means nothing to me. Yeah. Uh. So it was a waste. I think the Pokemon presents
2: very lukewarm, very underwhelming. Yeah. Uh. I guess did anybody like this aside from the Pokemon Sleep announcement? Which is which is crazy that yeah. that's the one that everybody took. Away I know. From it. Everybody was
1: disappointed because they wanted uh, Game Boy games right because because we got game boy games in regular old uh regular old nintendo switch online Mm -hmm. uh they thought we were gonna get the pokemon games finally because why would you have game boy games and not pokemon
2: well they they also teased that uh the trading card game was coming to game boy uh, true switch online so so i made a bet with jackson Mm -hmm. me and au retriever
1: who watches sometimes uh AU Retriever Bet Jackson. He said, five gifted subs if they announce Pokemon games for Mm -hmm. for Nintendo Switch Online. And if I win, you have to stream for three hours just your chair. You can't be on the stream. (laughs) Uh, And then I said, double it. I'm I'm in this bet. Because I didn't think they were going to have Pokemon games either. And guess what? They didn't have Pokemon games. So now, don't let him forget that he has to stream (laughs) his chair for three hours because he seems to be avoiding it. Um, Also, Uh, we've talked about this on the show before. They leaked, like, remember Sloop? Remember when Sloop leaked? That was the name, the internal name for the Game Boy emulator on Nintendo Switch Online. And they had a bunch of games that they tested within that Mm -hmm. were in, like, a list. And all of those games have been released or or were announced to be released in the future. So, uh, Pokemon was not on that list. There was some, like, Pokemon trading... Yeah. Game thing,
2: yeah. Pokemon trading card game.
1: No, there was a different one. I think. Oh, really? It was like a weird, like a not an actual game. Yeah. I forgot. But uh, nothing in the data mine says that Pokemon's gonna happen. If I think Pokemon, if it happens at all, it'll be its own app. Okay. These games, you can still buy Red, Blue, and and Yellow, uh, and Crystal and Gold on your 3DS. For now. If you if you if you put money on your eShop on yeah. your Switch and then transfer it over to your 3DS, which yeah. is a pain in the ass, and you're always going to have a little bit of money left over. Yeah. And then you can buy those games for I think ten dollars each, which is a lot. And you yeah. put them together. And you can only do that for the next week or two. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so People are speculating maybe when those go away they'll have a way to do. I don't think so. I I think think they're gonna take their
2: time. It it took them forever to get Game Boy games on the Switch by itself. Yeah, and it was probably gonna take them a long time to get Pokemon games on there as well.
1: Yeah, I still think they're gonna have individual apps because they could easily sell them for more than ten bucks.
2: I mean, they could, but I can also see them putting them on you know Switch online. That's gonna the thing that's gonna be weird is trading. But well, that's...
1: that works supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Well, but we know that the um link cable works. Mm-hmm. So uh people have put the the Pokemon ROMs on the emulator and have done successfully link right. traded. So okay. it does work because all it is is when you play with somebody on Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, you have your Game Boy, they have their Game Boy, and it acts like there's a link cable between yeah. you. So it, so it works perfectly fine. Uh. But it wasn't developed with that in mind. It was developed just to have a link cable, Like yeah. just to do other stuff. So I'm not positive that we're going to get Pokemon on the Nintendo Switch Online, but I, I'm pretty sure we'll get it in some capacity on Switch at some point. Anyway.
2: Where are we? That's uh, the Pokemon Presents. How are you feeling about it? Jake the Bad Snake of uh, resubs saying, Really sad that we couldn't get the OG Pokemon games on Switch, but it may come in the near future. Game Freaks are sitting on so much money for so little effort. Yeah. Um, is that a Game Freak decision or is that a Nintendo decision? I
1: think it is a Pokemon Company and Nintendo decision. Okay. I think that Pokemon Company and Nintendo both know they can make a lot of money on just the Pokemon games. Right. And I think Pokemon Company is gonna be like, we know our worth. Yeah. You know? Uh, just a pile of nope. Thanks for the 11 months. Thanks, Wolf Bros. No Thank problem. You. FCS Gamer. Thanks for the eight months. Oh, wow. I'm late for the free resub. You did. Oh, you did it. You did it. Congratulations. Heart CWM. Thanks for the prime. Cheese Nutton, <laughs> Thanks for the prime. JR Moser. Thanks for the six months. Why was there no Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games? We just told you. Yeah, because they hate you just you uh leo's mid says they have to release them with pokemon stadium right it has the game boy tower
2: oh that's right isn't pokemon stadium on n64 or coming to n64 i don't think it's coming i don't think they announced it's coming did they somebody correct me
0: i'm gonna correct you
2: (laughs) because i want to know when is pokemon stadium coming into nintendo switch online but it is coming. It's in the pipeline. I don't know. I could have sworn it was. These articles are so annoying. First of
1: all, what is Pokemon Stadium? I know what it is. Uh,
2: why can't Nintendo just give me the list? Here we the, go.
1: The year earmarked for the arrival of Pokemon Stadium is 2023. Okay.
2: Yeah, Pokemon, well, Pokemon Puzzle League and Pokemon Snap. Is there. Is there leo's
1: mid said they announced stadium in the direct okay it was announced before december yeah right but, and that coming soon but then they would need to have
2: some sort of yes because we talked about this because we whole, did talk about the this. the whole exciting thing about pokemon stadium was you import your pokemon from your game boy game and then if you don't have them then you're stuck playing with dittos that transform into <laughs> the other pokemon
1: So how is a transfer pack going to work? Exactly. They have to emulate it. That's because that's two separate apps. Yeah. That's going to be
2: very confusing. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Well, I think there's a a Game Boy emulator in Pokemon Stadium that only reads Pokemon games. Yes. Yes. So it would have to it would they, have to
1: read your whole save file for the Game Boy games on Nintendo Switch Online yeah. app. Yeah. And scan it for a straight up Pokemon. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. I mean they could do it, yeah. But it would it would suck. I don't know. I don't know. I have a little faith. Yeah. I have a little faith in them that they'll be able to do that. Speaking of Nintendo Switch Online, I've been playing a lot of win back. Oh yeah, it is awesome, right? It's very it's pretty, good. Yeah. I I, I think it goes higher in the tier list than we put it. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, I
2: gotta get back on
1: that. So I I did a stream where I played that and uh and and I played that. I've been playing that like sitting in bed playing yeah. that game. <laughs> I got every game at my fingertips on the Switch, and I, I I'm <laughs> I decide I want to play back. Win Back.
2: Uh, I'm going to the tier list that we did last week. Okay. Uh. Because I remember saying, like, I've always maintained, like, it's got its flaws, but there's, like, a nice, like, charm to it. And had it just, you know, if they could tweak the controls and, like, some of the gameplay elements, it could be a modern-day classic. But it's held back by the system itself.
1: The controls take a little bit of getting used. Right. For sure. But uh, it feels like Time Crisis, but on a console. Right. Because there's a lot of cover yeah. mechanics shit. And it's great. Yeah. It feels really good. Um. I would put it at the top of C instead of where it's at. Okay. It's that much more yeah. fun to play. Um, I am
2: curious to see how different the PlayStation 2 version is, which I have. I've never played it. I also played the first World of Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Game
1: sucks. <laughs> like, it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, that goes somewhere in
2: the middle of D tier. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's not a good but game. But that's the game that got Nick Offerman addicted to video games. It was oh, and It, was it was horrible. Is- are you saying that Nick Offerman has bad taste in video games? Nick Offerman
1: needs to revisit video games. <laughs> Maybe get re-addicted. Yeah. I was not impressed at all. And it made me think, like, if I jumped into Mario 64 for the first time right now, would I be just as disappointed? Maybe.
2: It is, like, a lot of platformers of that age were, like, not easy to, like, wrap your head around. Yeah. Like, because they they tried to do the big open world stuff. Yeah. And instead of just because at least in Mario sixty four like it had the big open world, but then you go to a level. You know, a lot of the platformers of that era, especially well, the rare ones, didn't really do that.
1: Well, Banjo Kazooie does have basically the same idea of you jump into a painting, except yeah. it's not a painting; it's like a door, right? Um, and it's got the same idea as the stars with the puzzle pieces, right. except you the collect jiggies. the jiggies. Except when you collect one, you stay in the world, right? Uh, it's just mechanically not very fun mm-hmm. it's just not very fluid and 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 it's very very bizarre and uh also you have to learn each move like you have to talk to the mole guy to like okay. learn every move no, so you're not sucks. given every move right yeah. off the bat and like if you know like how to do something mm-hmm. you can't do it the button doesn't work until you talk to the mole guy it's very annoying mm-hmm uh not a fan at all okay oh, anyway oh, also it's like ugly <laughs> and um sounds horrible like every everything about yeah. it was just a bad i time.
2: wonder if um you've never played the 360 version of banjo because mm-hmm. I mean, like that that's one of, that's like a perfect dark situation where they updated the visuals and the controls i artwork.
1: feel like even banjo tooie people were saying banjo tooie is the better one yeah
2: so, so maybe we'll just play that maybe uh I did see Rare Replay is on sale right now for like 750. Okay? And uh you can get it if you get it digitally, you also get GoldenEye. So somebody's going to be buying Rare Replay tonight. Oh Rare yeah, Replay. I should do that too. Yeah. Does that come with Perfect Dark? It does. It comes with um both Perfect Dark's, the good one and the bad one. Which one's the good one? The the original.
1: Oh, it comes with the uh, Xbox 360 one? Yeah. Oh my god, we have that. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. I've never played it. It's I've always not, wanted to play it. Not great. <laughs> I want to play it. I might go get around to it. There you go. Does it work on Game Pass? Like streaming? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Um, okay. There's
2: more announcements that happened yes, last week. Sony State of Play. Uh, everything that was announced. Starting with Rocksteady shares an extended look at Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League.
1: Does this make you feel better or worse about Justice League? Ju- ju- worse. Yeah, it... it Every time I saw this yeah, this game, uh, I was wondering where you were getting uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive from. Until I saw this trailer,
2: and I was like, that whole thing was Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Uh, it's It gets a little worse. Uh, we got our biggest look yet. It's so Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which showed off the game's combat, RPG, and live service elements. There you go. Uh, we saw gameplay of Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot as they romp around Metrop- uh, Metropolis, destroying all enemies in sight. Rocksteady also talked about the post-launch support including a cosmetic battle pass, gear score mechanics, and upgradable weapons. This game is basically everything I don't like about modern video games. It's it's always online, even if it's single player. You have to be connected to the internet. Yep. Um, it's all about the numbers. You got to get you got to upgrade these numbers and these numbers and these numbers. But these numbers are different from these numbers, and these numbers are better than these numbers. But you still got to upgrade it, these numbers. It sounds
1: a lot like uh, Avengers.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's the destinyification of games that don't need to be destiny. Is yeah. what this is. Yeah, this could have been a fun. Um, one to four player um shooter game that has like crazy platforming elements to it but instead it's trying to turn into destiny yeah which makes which automatically turns me off to it which sucks because i would have played this but now i'm not i'm dreading it this is you know the same thing is the reason why like i'm holding back on, on upgrading to uh gotham knights the same shit
1: yeah I, I'm not interested in this at all. I, I'm interested in the story. It looks yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, the story looks
2: fine. Rocksteady oh, can tell a good story. Oh, they spent
1: a long time... Uh, uh, we've seen a lot of previews with the Flash. Yeah. Like an evil Flash. Yeah. If Flash is evil and, like, controlled by Brainiac, he would just kill everybody. I know. Like, Why does... He, like, that's... Well, I'm like, not able to suspend my disbelief.
2: Superman. Brainiac House yeah. control of <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah. So... Why is he keeping everyone yeah, yeah. alive? Just that's the end of well, it. Well, Brainiac, his whole thing is like he's a researcher. Okay. So like he'll like he goes from planet to planet, absorbs all the information that he can, saves a little piece of it for his little zoo or whatever, and then destroys the planet. So he's probably keeping the Justice League, you know, making the Justice League keep some people alive just to like research. So he's
1: researching how well the Suicide Squad is going to yeah, get him.
2: I guess. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I feel like a Suicide Squad works best, like, not with big intergalactic threats or yeah. big inter-dimension. The part, part of the reason why the first Suicide Squad movie wasn't very good is because they're going up against magic. Mm-hmm. And that's not the Suicide Squad's forte. The second movie was great because they did guerrilla warfare shit. That's yeah. the Suicide Squad. Yes, they also fought Starro at the end. But that was, like, the climax to something that was steadily building right you know they, they didn't just g- immediately go for the aliens right so i
1: would like to be interested but i'm not yeah it's a it's a what you said It it's what makes me burnt out on triple a stuff all distilled yeah. into one game and this game has been in development for like eight years yeah. supposedly i've seen uh i was after this i saw a lot of people shitting all over it on twitter yeah Captain Boomerang with his big ass gun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it honestly, it makes me scared for the Wonder Woman game Monolith is making. Mm-hmm. Cause that, you know, everyone just assumes it's Shadow Mordor but with Wonder Woman. Yeah. And that that's fine. That makes sense. That's a perfectly good game for Wonder Woman. But if they keep doing all this live service nonsense, yeah. I don't want to play that.
1: So that was also something I saw on Twitter how uh Warner Brothers patented the Nemesis system and then never used it again. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, they're using it in Wonder Woman. Yeah. So are they or are they now? They're just going to do this bullshit. Uh, maybe both. Uh, the next Capcom reveals three new Street Fighter characters and one of them's Cammy.
2: Yes. Uh, Zangief, Lily and Cammy have all been confirmed for Street Fighter 6. Each character got a gr- be- uh, Got a brief. Gameplay showcase displaying their unique finest styles. Cammy got the biggest makeover coming into Street Fighter VI with new hairstyle and jacket. Lily joins and the cast. And pants. A- and pants. Yes. Old people are mad about the fact she's wearing <laughs> pants. Uh, Lily joins the cast as a newcomer to the series.
1: I would like to give this game a try. I hope there's
2: a demo or something. I think there is going to be a demo. It yeah, does look very nice. good for, yeah, yeah, for well, a long-running series like this.
1: It's a PS5 exclusive, right? Or- I don't think
2: so. No, I don't think this is. The last one was for a minute. uh, Street Fighter V was because Sony helped fund it. Okay. Yeah, they weren't going to do Street Fighter V until Sony's like, hey, we'll give you some money. But I'm pretty sure this is coming everywhere. I'm interested because this is running on the uh, Resident Evil engine. Yes. So I'm curious how that's going to work. And you could do like
1: custom characters and they look bizarre as hell. Yeah. And there's like a 3D like hub world yeah and
2: also like the resident evil games like have a more like realistic art style Mm. and street fighter doesn't it's Mm -hmm. very cartoony so um this is coming to everything yeah yeah maybe i'll try it on pc cool uh baldur's gate 3 launches october 31st uh sorry august 31st got a lengthy trailer for the upcoming baldur's gate 3 along with a release date uh the trailer showed off uh various classes shots of the multiplayer and comment, the game is set for release on PS5 and PC. Uh, and we have news about the Xbox One version later in the episode.
1: Uh that is um Baldur's Gate is like
2: dungeon is just Dungeons and Dragons. Isn't it?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So for all you nerds out there,
0: <laughs>
2: nerds don't watch this show though.
1: I've been playing uh I've been playing, I played an hour last night. This game called Demio, which is a PSVR game. Okay, uh, it is Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, um, it's a tabletop game. Yeah, uh, where you have little pieces and you move them around, but the pieces are like animated because okay. you're in VR. Cool. And if you play with somebody, you see their like
2: head and like yeah, yeah.
1: arms moving around. You can like strategize with them and stuff. It's pretty fucking cool. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm nice. I'm, I'm I'm into it. Nice.
2: Very cool. So I'm a nerd now. Yeah. That's oh,
1: sorry to hear that. <laughs> New Resident Evil 4 trailer. What do you think? Tell me. Everything.
2: Okay, it was fine. We got a, we got another look at the Capcom's upcoming Resident Evil 4 remake, which confirmed the presence of the Mercenaries mode, which is the classic feature from the original game. It also gave us our first look at boss fights against Jack Krauser and Leon heading through the minecart section. We also learned a special demo of the game is on the way. Oh, so good. I'm good. I can play this demo and see exactly how they've ruined my boy. Uh <laughs> If this game wasn't called Resident Evil 4, I think I would be excited for it. Resident Evil yeah. 4 2. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, it's just, it was so, it was so perfect yeah. like, as it was. I saw, not to get too off topic, but it's along the same lines. Um, this Peter did D- Disney's Peter Pan, the animated movie, one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh, they okay. released the live action trailer for the live action remake of it. Hate everything. I want to burn <laughs> the world down. Uh, Wendy's father is played by Alan Tudyk, while Captain Hook is played by Jude Law. If you know anything about your Peter Pan mythology, which I know you do... Of course. (laughs) Captain Hook and Wendy's father are always played by the same person. In every single performance of Peter Pan, be it on stage, in movies, in animation, always. Wendy's father and Captain Hook are always played by the same version. By the same actor. Not this time, apparently. Don't know why. That's very I'm stupid. I'm sure Jude Law can play a nice dad.
1: <laughs> that's very stupid. Yeah.
2: So, um, um. Yeah. So good thing there's a demo coming. I hope the demo comes out before the game comes out. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes they won't do that. Sometimes they'll release the demo on the day or after the game comes out. Yeah, that's super. Annoying. I hate when they do that. But yeah. the uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, they release demos before the game comes out. PlayStation's been pretty good with demos. Yeah. I mean, they, they, this game's coming out March, so hopefully they put out that demo soon. That is very
1: soon, yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that's... Yes. Yeah, yeah that's want to. I don't want to... Like, I'm going to just buy the game. but I don't want to just blind buy the game. I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Right, right, right. Bungie
1: reveals Destiny 2 Lightfall. We don't need to talk about this. No. The
2: game that ruins... If you're into Destiny, you will <laughs> The game watch. that ruins all of Warner Brothers DC games.
1: <laughs> if you're into Destiny, you will know everything yeah. about this
2: already. Uh, Sony reveals five games headed to PSVR 2 this year. Um, the first game shown was the Foglands, a haunted first-person shooter showing off com- uh, combat against skeletons, spiders, and more. Uh, we also got a look at a VR survival game called Green Hell, good misfit song, um, which showed the player uh, creating tents, bows, and other tools to survive a harsh rainforest environment. Uh, up next was the fast-paced first-person shooter with some telekinesis powers called Synapse. The game takes place in a black-and-white world with uh, the only color seemingly coming from your character's powers. Then we saw a sci-fi stealth uh, stealth game based on the iconic Foundation series by Isaac Asimov. Uh Titled Journey to Foundation, it showed shooting and stealthing around the a space station. The last game shown was Before Your Eyes, a colorful, interactive adventure about memories where every time you blink, you jump forward in time.
1: Okay, I saw that and I didn't see anything that I thought was interesting yeah but uh they sounded interesting they sounded interesting (laughs) sure i watched through it because i was like i need some vr games to play and there was nothing that was really interesting i don't know i feel
2: like vr is just a very hard thing to like demo yes actually play it
1: you'd be correct yes now one game that i actually did try on playstation vr is humanity made by tetris effect developers okay this game is a very cool concept not a vr game i don't know <laughs> i don't know if they just didn't release the demo in vr yeah. but it says it's vr okay. and it says it's coming to playstation vr 2 the fucking game uh is in a 16 by 9 window in front of you and you need the dual sense controller you can't use the okay. the, the two the motion control the motion controls yeah. because the controller the motion controllers um they split the face buttons. Okay. So square and circle. Square and something is in the left. Okay. And X and circle is on the right, I think. Okay. So you need your th- you need to reach your thumb over to the other side. It's 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 stupid. Right. So I don't know who thinks this is a VR game, but it's yeah. not. At least not now. Yeah. They gotta do some work. Okay. But it's a cool concept, just a puzzle game. Yeah. Um I wasn't uh I wasn't a fan. Because okay. of the, because I was trying it in VR, I got oh, it yeah. specifically because I wanted this looked interesting and I wanted some VR games to try and and it's it's not, it's not
2: VR, right? Uh, well, that was the game they that was the next. <laughs> yes, thing. okay. Um, teacha launching on PlayStation Plus Extra this month. Um, am I even saying that right? Teacha is an upcoming Wind Waker like exploration game from Awake Gabe uh definitely nailing this and we learned that it's launching uh in playstation plus extra and premium tiers on march 21st for more on this game the developers shared an official gameplay overview last weekend at ign fan fest we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. yeah these are all like the weird stuff um goodbye volcano high coming to ps5 and ps4 june 15th naruto x baruto ultimate ninja storm connection gets uh a new trailer uh new trailer for Digital Extreme and Airship Syndicate's Wayfinder. And that's it. Wow. Cool.
1: Oh, Wayfinder was apparently... Is this the one that is um the guy who did Darksiders? Joe Matarita? Yeah, I think he did this game. It looks like it. And that's the big deal about this game. Okay. Otherwise,
2: yeah. generic. Yeah, it, it looks like someone sat down and started drawing and never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah uh not a lot of great stuff there hasn't sure. sony's very bad at doing announcements
2: no yeah like they'll do like one really good state of play and then just like a lot of bad ones <laughs> a lot of crap yeah i feel like this would have been a good one if suicide squad wasn't disappointing um yeah and yeah. like they've shown re- something about resident before like every state of play like we get it people are excited people i know are excited for but that. like what else can you show about a remake of a game from like 20 years ago yeah you know
1: uh t-man mag thanks for the raid and cal moon thanks for the 44 months a and john mccheese thanks for the three months thank you thank you everyone um let's talk about the evo lineup i'm moving it
0: okay
2: beep beep beep
1: beep because I'm interested in the Evo. Yeah, this I'm was, assuming no Smash. Did no. we talk about? Yeah, there's no
2: Smash. there. This was announced uh, during last week's show. We we didn't get to it because we were too busy talking about uh, retro games. But uh, Evolution Championship Series, also known as Evo, the largest and longest-running fighting game tournament, uh, announced tonight it will return to Las Vegas, Dad, at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino for the second consecutive year with an exciting slate of both new and returning fighting games, as well as select finals once again being held at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Uh, Street Fighter VI will be making its EVO debut this year after its launch this summer. The eight fighting games that will be featured at EVO on August 4th to the 6th, 2023, are Street Fighter VI, played on PlayStation 5, Guilty Gear Strive PS4, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate PS4, Tekken 7 PS4, King of Fighters 15 PS4, Melty Blood Type Lumina PS4, Dragon Ball Fighter Z PS4, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 PlayStation 4.
1: I, th- I think Ultimate vs. Capcom, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was the biggest like whoa. Yeah. In this, uh, I'm a little interested in Guilty Gear Strive. I bought it and never touched it. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I don't really care about. Any anything else
2: uh i mean mortal Kombat 11 is a very good game i actually do enjoy dragon Ball fighter z i think that's a fun game
1: yeah no i think all of these games are fantastic yeah. games I, i've seen melty blood type lumina believe it or not and it does <laughs> look do pretty not, cool it just sounds fun uh there's apparently a whole series of melty blood games it's not just one and they all have
2: wacky names that doesn't surprise me
1: there's like there's a lot
2: yeah yep uh we got
1: melty blood type lumina melty blood actress again current code melty blood actress again melty blood act cadenza and melty blood okay okay of course uh what i want to say uh have you been have you seen what's going on with mortal kombat 11 There, there there's a there's a tournament there was a tournament where like uh it was like an online tournament and anybody could could enter it and no, uh, it. there's like you know there's like professional mortal kombat 11 players yeah and there's a guy who was just fucking up everybody yeah he played random characters okay so he didn't have a set guy he was just flipping he didn't have everybody. a main as no and he his name was uh his name was like Eleven is free or something? Like 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 Arena is free. Arena is free. They literally
2: just came up on my Twitter feed.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's it. Yeah. Arena is free. Yeah. And uh he was just fucking up everybody and then he would hyper teabag. Which which is like super quick teabag. Yeah. Uh and apparently in that game you can have mercy, like after you beat somebody and they come back, he would do that over and over again. So he was destroying people. (laughs) (laughs) So nice that's uh, uh, that i i hope he makes it to evo
2: that'd be fun I, I i if he does i hope he's like just wears a mask the whole time so yeah Nobody knows who he is yeah nobody knows who he is yeah. right now he's like a.
1: I I think people know who he is he just uh he's not like a normal he hasn't been like a guy in the scene right you know? he's like a
2: brand new guy he comes out and it's ed boone <laughs> he's, he's just like i don't just make the game I am the fucking best at it.
1: I think he could be hacking. because Probably. Because
2: it's an online tournament. Yeah. So.
1: Anyway, I'm upset that there's no Smash Brothers because that's all that I really... Am. That's what I would watch.
2: Yeah. But... I don't know. I feel like... You know, Nintendo, I think, is done with Evo, at least for now.
1: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. There's a lot. I think Beyond. So remember, we read about the whole Panda Global versus Beyond the Summit thing? Yeah. B, Panda Global is basically done because of yeah. that whole controversy. And Beyond the Summit is shutting down. Yeah. So, uh, Smash Esports is not doing too good either. Nope. And AJ just told me today MKLeo, the best Smash player in the world, mm-hmm. just got dropped from his, uh, uh, from his company, his org. Right. And, uh, T, uh, What the hell's his name? Tweak, the third best in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, or second best, just got dropped. So um it's not looking good for Smash Esports right now. Anyway,
2: uh moving on. Speaking of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 12 gets announced in the worst possible way. What happened? Uh Mortal Kombat 12 has been confirmed to be in development and is slated for a release this year. Uh, after being announced in an investor's call oh that's annoying a few things are quite as thrilling as a fierce and bloody battle to the death which has been the series strongest suit for over 30 years it seems that the message has been lost on the publisher though Mortal Kombat 12's unveiling comes without a trailer and complete radio silence from the brand's usual social media accounts despite the lackluster announcement is sure to be one of the bigger upcoming games in the genre to look forward to Four years after the series' previous entry launched, Mortal Kombat 12 was made official in the Warner Brothers Discovery fourth quarter 2022 earnings call on Twitter. Uh, it's hardly the flawless victory uh, the writer expected, especially given how other franchises in the fighting game community have made their uh, character reveal stages and gameplay mechanics a big th- part of the thrill. The reveal comes at an extraordinary time in Mortal Kombat's history. It was only in late October when the lukewarm 30th anniversary of the series was announced, complete with a trailer and artwork to mark the occasion. You would think that uh, would have been the perfect time to give fans a taste of what's coming, especially if the 2023 release date is honored, but that hasn't happened. Uh, while Mortal Kombat games usually release in April, it's unlikely that this will be the case with Mortal Kombat 12 due to the sudden and underwhelming fashion in which it was announced, Expect the game, expecting the game uh, near the end of the year makes much more sense with the potential full reveal at E three twenty twenty
1: three. I was gonna say reveal might be at Evo. Yeah. Evo
2: mode makes sense. Especially Mortal Kombat eleven yeah. is gonna be there. Yeah. Uh this this article doesn't have it, but like literally during the investors call, uh Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, David Zaslow said, Yeah, we got Mortal Kombat twelve on the way. That was it. That's so
0: That's
1: annoying. It. That's, they announced it.
2: That's so it's lame. So it's oh it's
1: they they must have, like, been forced to say that. Like, maybe they didn't have much maybe. else.
2: I I who is one. Because, like, there's a lot going on with, like, these past few years. Like, what's going on with Warner Brothers. First, AT&T buys them. And, like, they're shuffling things around. And then the pandemic happened. And HBO Max was a financial disaster. And then they got sold off to Discovery. And this new guy comes along. And he's kind of canceling things left and right. Mm-hmm. You know, canceled back, girl. Pulled a lot of cartoons off of HBO Max. Pulled Westworld off of HBO Max. Like, doing a lot of things. And all this time, like, the games division is just sitting there unaffected, kind of. Like, there's always that threat that they might get sold off or, like, shut down or whatever. But, like, nothing's really happened to them. Mm -hmm. This is, like, the most acknowledgement the greater Warner Brothers company has given to, like, their games division. Which is sad that it was literally just, yeah, Mortal Kombat 12 is coming. Yeah. That's...
1: I, I, people know the name mortal Kombat, yeah which is why they were probably this is why
2: it's the only midway series that they're still keeping afloat yeah. basically
1: so that must mean something to them as yeah. as investors uh so that's sad but i assume at, at evo we're gonna get more information yeah or it could be e3 Hopefully. but i think i think evo makes more sense yeah uh okay next we have shinji mikami is leaving tango game yes i saw this this is upsetting and it's right after they just released a huge
2: really good game tango gameworks founder shinji mikami will leave the studio in the coming months bethesda softworks senior vice president todd vaughn announced in a company-wide email verified by true achievements uh i am writing today to let you know that studio head shinji mikami has decided to leave tango gameworks in the coming months Vaughn said in the email Mikami-san has been a creative leader and supportive mentor to younger developers at Tango for 12 years through his work on The Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo, and of course Hi-Fi Rush. Mikami, who is best known as the creator of Resident Evil during his 16 years at Capcom, founded Tango Gameworks in March of 2010, uh, and uh, and and it was acquired by Bethesda Softworks parent company ZeniMax in October that year. At Tango Gameworks, Mikami directed the horror game The Evil Within and served as the executive producer on The Evil Within 2, Ghostwire Tokyo, and the recently launched Hi-Fi Rush. In the email, Vaughn also said that Hi-Fi Rush was one of the most successful launches for Bethesda and Xbox in recent years, and it has generated significant uh, positive momentum for the business and Tango. The official message from Bethesda Softworks is, uh, we can confirm that Shinji Mikami has decided to leave Tango Gameworks in the coming months, we thank him for his work as creative leader and supportive mentor to young developers on uh, the Evil Within franchise, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Hi-Fi Rush. We wish Mikami-san well in his future and are excited by what lies ahead for the talented developers at Tango.
1: Yeah, that's sad. I, yeah. I assume he's starting another company or going <sighs> to
2: Yeah, I'm jump ship I'm to somebody else. I mean, maybe... Because he didn't seem unhappy at Tango. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why he left Capcom was because the way they were handling their titles at the time. And it doesn't seem like, you know, there was any, like, real problems over with Bethesda. Like, he was making games he wanted to make. So, I mean, maybe he wants to go independent again. Like, truly independent. Do something, like, less connected to, like, a corporate structure. Yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: What was... uh the woman who worked on ghostwire tokyo I and know. then jumped ship yeah she she got really popular after S- revealing ghostwire tokyo
2: nakamura i think
1: and then she made her own company that yeah. hasn't done anything yet
2: no yeah she she revealed it and then she's like goodbye it's
1: possible that he could go i'm going to call that that's going to be my he's guess gonna he's going to go not work for her but uh become a partner yeah like maybe Part owner or something okay. in in that studio. That would that might make sense. Yeah. Ikumi Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah, yeah. And what was the name of her studio? It was I mean the reveal trailer for the studio was freaking awesome, but yeah. they haven't
0: done anything yet. Um. Unseen. Unseen. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's worked.
2: She worked on Okami, which no, that was. Hideki Kamiya, never mind.
1: Well, she worked on The Evil Within, The Evil Within Two, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, but she's also bounce.
2: worked at Platinum Games, which Shinji Mikami also worked at.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I I think that that yeah is what's gonna happen. Okay. Anyway, uh, next Hogwarts Legacy, best selling Warner Brothers game. It's the it was like the best selling game like ever. Yeah, yeah, it broke like a bunch of records. It. uh was the highest viewed stream game on like twitch and shit it was insane for a game that nobody wanted to watch or play yeah like in our world yeah everybody hates this fucking game yeah but broke all these records somehow
2: uh hogwarts legacy has the harry potter nonsense hogwarts legacy has become (laughs) warner brothers (laughs) games uh highest earning uh Fuck, the spell messed me up. Earning $850 million (laughs) in global sales and moving more than 12 million units in just its first two weeks post-launch on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S and PC, according to the numbers released Thursday by the video game company. This
1: stupid article says, Hogwarts Legacy has Wingardium Leviosid Warner Brothers game sales.
2: I hate (laughs) when news articles try to be cute and incorporate lingo from whatever media... Yeah, no, this the, was the, stupid. The is this whenever, was dumb. Whenever, the worst is whenever they do like articles about comic books, and they always put onomatopoeia in the headline. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Pow, wham, exactly. zap, yeah. Um, that marks the biggest global launch ever for the Warner Brothers Discovery-owned brand, uh, with the Harry Potter action role-playing game also setting the Twitch record for single-player games with 1.28 million peak concurrent views at launch. As Variety previously reported, Hogwarts Legacy opened with stunning player engagement, topping 267 million hours played from launch on February 10th through February 21st. On Thursday, Warner Brothers Games revealed the game had broken company records with 280 million hours played to date. Per Warner Brothers Discovery, additionally, there has been an increase of global fa- uh, franchise fan engagement overall, with Wizarding World Digital gathering 300% higher traffic over the normal monthly unique visitor average uh, for the first 10 days of February. Hogwarts Legacy sales figures were released by Warner Brothers Games just ahead of the parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, fourth quarter earnings call on Thursday. During the call, CEO David Zaslov touted the impressive returns and noted that the media giant's continued focus on Harry Potter among its other popular IP, with plans to take full advantage of these one of a kind franchises.
1: You know, with, like, every big popular IP... Yeah. Like, you go down the list of popular IPs. I can see why they're popular.
2: Yeah. Harry Potter is the one that makes me feel the most out of touch. I've... I've still maintained that, like, the, the Harry Potter, about, like, the, how that is popular is, you know, Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone to Deathly Hallows. Like, that era. Like, okay. if you grew up with that era... Like, yes, I understand why that is the biggest thing in the world. But, you know, those people, again, are our age. We're aging out of that. Like, yeah. new people coming in. Well, like, this
1: game would be the I perfect guess, demographic for people our age to right, get like, back into
2: it. Newer, younger people, like Gen Z. Like, are they going to be interested in Harry Potter? Probably not, because J.K. Rowling screwed that up yeah, for everybody. This is a good point. Also,
1: it reminds me a little of Star Wars because, like, uh, well, the, the the original stuff was good, right? I'm putting air quotes because I watched it and it wasn't, but <laughs> people seem to like it, so I understand. And then they had uh, sequels, right? And they were bad. Like, like nobody likes Fantastic
2: Beasts. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, no. I'm try equating that. Nobody likes Fantastic. I'm
1: movies. equating that to the prequels. I understand. Yeah, you know? I, I follow that. Uh, so we're in kind of the same boat
2: there. But the th- to me, like, because at the end of Deathly Hallows, that story ends. Hmm. Like, they defeat Voldemort. They defeat the thing that's been like going on like for the entire yeah. series, the whole overarching threat, and then it cuts to Harry and everybody when he they're older. Yeah. So like they get that is that, a definitive. They end. get a happy ending, even with Star Wars. Like yes, they defeat the Emperor and Darth Vader at the end of Jedi, but
1: but they don't show years in the future. If they yeah, showed but, years in the future, that would have been a well, definitive. Not that,
2: so not only that, like with Star Wars, you get a sense that there's more out there.
1: I don't know about that. Well, I feel like I only got that sense because we already grew up with the more well, out. Well,
2: I would argue that we do because. Star Wars, you know, every movie takes place. Desert world, snow world, yeah. industrial world, uh, forest world, cloud world. Harry Potter takes place in a castle. Yeah. Seven times. Yeah. So, like, the, the whole world, like, th- there's interesting stuff in the castle, but there's only so much interesting stuff you can do in a castle. Yeah. Seven times. Yeah, no, you're right. So, like... I just feel like it's, it's limited in that scope in that respect. And like the times they've tried to expand on it, fantastic beasts, some of the Pottermore crap that's been released. Like it, like nobody cares. Like the only thing people really cared about was that play, the cursed child, but that's because it's about Ron, Hermione and Harry years later. Yeah. You know, it's the force awakens essentially because it's about their kids and what they do. Yeah. But that that's a play that's like 10 hours long. <laughs> like, you have to watch it in parts. You break yeah. for lunch in the middle of it.
1: i uh, We've talked about this already. I've seen Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm like, I don't I don't get it. I know it's Harry Potter and people like Harry Potter, but even that, like, i it looks like just generic you bullshit AAA gameplay. I think,
2: I think this is – because, like, people want – people wanted, like, the Harry Potter game. Like, the definitive yeah. one where you can walk around that castle and just, like, do magic stuff in it. Yeah. And, and you make your own guy. Yeah. So it's like you are the magic guy now. Yeah. Uh so like this is I this is like hitting all of those buttons that yeah. people want. It's a lot like there's like there's a lot of Star Wars games where if it wasn't Star Wars, I would not be playing. Well it. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of Jedi Academy. Yeah. But if Jedi Academy had a more robust character creator, yeah. And 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 stuff like that in a yeah. more expansive world. Like if 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 they made uh jedi fallen order but you can make the guy yeah like that might be a much bigger deal
2: yeah. i would i would equate this to shadows of the empire in the n64 that game's not that great mm-hmm. but it's star wars yeah and it's pretty good for the time so yeah i, I got fond memories of that game
0: no i so. i
1: i definitely understand that's why People are all over this Is because it's It's a mediocre game But it's Harry Potter and People have been dying To like, be back I understand, in
2: that world Like I, I understand The appeal of it I'm not knocking people Who like Are playing it And enjoying it mm. It's not really something We've ever been into I've tried But like I just can yeah. never get over Like certain aspects of it um, Also I guess Nobody took my advice And nobody stole the game
1: No people in the chat Said they, they're gonna steal it now
2: Okay yeah No <laughs> I mean it made almost A billion dollars Feel free to steal it They got enough money Yeah so, i mean
1: i'm of the same i mean we've talked about openly wanting to boycott certain things yeah uh to me i just think harry potter's stupid that's like <laughs> yeah, the like biggest it, like deterrent it, it for me the wanting e- to play it this was game. the
2: easiest thing for me like just yeah. not playing like i don't care enough about harry potter to- yeah
1: but you know we've uh, one of the games that, i think one of the first games we put a foot down on was uh borderlands because yeah. we didn't like the ceo or whatever We did not
2: like Randy Pitchford, yeah. um,
1: but then every other game company just started falling like dominoes. Every other game company had something wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, so you gotta, and there's still games every once in a while where I'm like, I don't want to touch that game. Cause I don't like the guy who made it or, yeah. or I don't like this thing associated with that game. This game's got uh freaking uh crypto in it. And I don't want yeah. that.
2: So like, you got to pick your battle. That's that, that famous, that infamous expression, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah, that's every, where we're at in video games. Yeah, that's where we're at everywhere. Yeah. Honestly, every company does something that you're going to find gross or repugnant. Yeah. You know, it's just like, how, how much of it are you willing to accept? Like, yeah. where? Like everybody's line is different. I, is I Yeah. I think
1: it's a personal battle. It's whether yeah. or not you want to decide. Yes, this game looks good, but I'm gonna abstain because I don't like these ethics or whatever. Yeah, it's not for you to just vomit your like uh, uh, your righteousness onto other people, yeah. though. Like, don't bully other people out of playing something just yeah, because we- you don't like the company.
2: Playing a video game doesn't make you bad person any more than boycotting the video game makes you an ally yeah so yeah
1: that's that's where we're at remember when friggin all the Activision stuff happened and everybody wanted to boycott Overwatch 2 and then everybody yeah, played play Overwatch 2 same thing
2: happened with Call of Duty yeah do you remember back in the day when like the biggest controversy around Call of Duty was no dedicated servers so everyone was gonna boycott it and then everybody on Steam in the boycott Call of Duty uh, chat was playing it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> games were simpler back then that, I
1: remember that like yeah. Dedicated servers was like a big fight people wanted, yeah. and it ended up not, not really not mattering really, yeah. because the servers that they had were just fine enough, yeah. you know. So, I don't know, anyway. That's our Hogwarts Legacy, yeah,
2: debacle. If you like it, great. If not, also great. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, do we want to talk about that? Uh, well, real quick, because uh, in a statement to IGN, uh, who's Lorion. Is that who's making mold?
1: Nezumi Nora sense? says, Bob keeps accidentally boycotting games because he straight up isn't interested in yeah.
2: It's true. Uh, as it stands, Lorian has confirmed that the title will launch on PC, G, Mac, GeForce Now, and PlayStation 5. The Xbox version of the game is currently in development but hasn't been officially announced because the studio is struggling to make split-screen co-op work on the Xbox Series X and S. In a statement to IGN, it was said that the encountering issues getting, up, getting the feature to work at the same standard on the both the Series X and S, which is a requirement for us to ship. That indicates that the studio is finding it difficult to deliver parity on the Xbox because it needs to ensure that the title can run on both the premium Series X and the more affordable Series S, which isn't as powerful as the bulkier sibling. Of course, uh, Larian wouldn't encounter that issue on the PlayStation 5 because there are because while there are two different iterations of the console, the main difference is that one includes a disc drive and the other is purely digital.
1: Oh, I just... Original Spiff says it's M1 and M2 native on Mac. You're talking about Boulder's Gate? Because I just noticed it is for Mac. Yeah. That's crazy. That's cool.
2: So, yeah. So, yeah. The, it's... We said before that Boulder's Gate was coming to PC on PlayStation 5. Right. It is coming to Xbox. They're developing it for Xbox, but they can't get split-screen co-op working on the Series X and S at the same rate. I think this was in the Xbox showcase also. Was it? I think so. Um...
1: I need to talk to some game developers about uh the Xbox Series S yeah. bottleneck because I want to know what made Microsoft think that it wouldn't be a bottleneck and and is it a scapegoat for these developers because I feel like sometimes it's <laughs> easy to point the finger at the Series S. Yeah,
2: I am I am very curious at that too because why would microsoft purposely make a console that would be out of date in like three years
1: yeah i i like it says here we have no exclusivity for which platforms we can bring Boulders gate 3 to or when and we and we'll announce support for additional platforms if we're ready it, i feel like A developer would opt to just not release on Xbox at that point. Yeah. If the Series S is going to be that big of an issue. Yeah. Is the is the Xbox market really that big that you're going to develop for a whole another shitty console? You know, like I know. I feel like people would just as easily start to shed it like they did with the Switch. Yeah. And we're not really seeing games abstaining from Xbox really.
2: No. Are we? No, most, most, if not all, third-party games are still coming to both Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... It is very... Especially because, like, game development between systems is a lot more uniform now because they all run an x86 architecture, mm-hmm. same as PC. PC games are infinitely scalable. You can go all the way down to 720p. You can go all the way up to, like, 8K. Yeah. Now... So it stands the reason that they could make a shrunk down version of Baldur's Gate 3 to run on the Series S and then scale it up for the Series X, unless you can like you send one SKU to Xbox, not two different SKUs.
1: Well, it sounds like they're starting with like around PlayStation 5 specs, right? You know, and Series X specs. And then they have to scale back for the series s,
2: but when normally when you develop for a multi platform game, you develop uh what's known as the lowest common factor like the the yeah. weakest system, and then scale up from there, this would be the series s,
1: but they have to yeah, you're right, but they have to target what they think that this game is gonna look best at right you know, and uh starting with the weakest link is just is is just gonna make your foundation shitty you know
2: well yeah but like what aside from like resolution what what can't the series s do that's what i'm
1: thinking about because like uh when xbox pitched it they said it's going to be the exact same it's just different resolution which is why it will be able to sell for cheaper and be lower power because the resolution will be different but I feel like maybe these games just aren't hitting resolution targets. And that's not the spec anymore. Yeah. Like if Boulder's Gate going to be 4K on Xbox Series S? I, or Xbox Series X? Because then it has I to be 1440p so. on Xbox Series S. Why not just make it 1080 then? Yeah. But then there's obviously some other stuff
2: mm-hmm. that is bottlenecking it. So according to xbox's official website um ter- uh, the processor is a big difference the series x has a 12 teraflops of processing power while the series s only has 4 mm-hmm. so that right there is a huge difference i think doesn't the xbox 1x have more teraflops than the series yes. s yes
1: the xbox 1x was higher spec however it was a different architecture yes. so so When you consider all of the specs, the Series S was more powerful, but the Series X on paper looked
2: more powerful. Other than that, and like the storage capacity, like everything else is more or less compatible.
1: Yeah, that's why I want to talk to somebody who develops specifically for Microsoft,
2: yeah, or something, so I can learn more about that CPU. Both have a eight core AMD custom Zen two. CPU, oh, the Series X is uh, 3.8 gigahertz. The Series S is 3.6. The GPU, uh, the Series X is 1.825 gigahertz, Mm -hmm. 12 teraflops. Series S is 1.565 with four teraflops.
1: When this all came out, we assumed that there would be a time when they would shed the Series S, where they would just be like, forget it.
2: Which I mean, the Series S was supposed to be like, I guess because the series Sir- the Series S is that Game Pass machine. Yeah, you know, it was supposed to be the cloud game. That's device. true. It could turn into a cloud game. Yeah, movie. yeah. But at that point, then then they got to lower the price. They got to like I, th- I forgot what Phil Spencer said. Like one hundred twenty five is like the sweet... Sp- for that set top box they were yeah. wanting to do that they canceled because it was too expensive. Like then they have to sell it for that, and it's still too ex- too expensive to sell for one hundred twenty five dollars. I I'm still.
1: I, I, I st- still think it'd be really cool if they release a, a set-top box, yeah. I, I still think. I
2: still think there's potential for a handheld. Well, I mean, they've never done it before. Right. I think they're, they're pushing cloud gaming more than anything, or like their third-party...
1: But there's all these cloud gaming devices coming out. Why right. not just have one?
2: An official Xbox
1: one. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, moving on quick. Call of Duty's not taking. They're making a game, apparently. Yes, says who?
2: Uh, says well, that's the same one. Bloomberg says it'll have a single-player campaign and new multiplayer maps. Why do you keep opening up the game developer? Here, do that. There you go. First try. Uh, instead of skipping a year, Activision's Call of Duty franchise will get a full-price standalone video game this fall. Bloomberg reports, but it'll be a continuation of last year's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. What? Uh, Bloomberg, Station Schreier noted in Thursday's report that Activision's plan, uh, for the series originally called for a premium expansion to Modern Warfare 2 rather than a full new game sometime in 2023. This goes back to 2020 when development difficulties moved Treyarch's Call of Duty, uh, Uh, Sorry, moved Treyarch's turn in Call of Duty's three-year studio rotation up a year and brought us Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War a year ahead of schedule. Activision-owned Treyarch, Infinity War, and Sledgehammer Games had split production on the series on a three-year development cycle going back to 2014's Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Because of that workload hiccup, Activision at first planned to go through 2023 without a mainline Call of Duty entry, pushing Treyarch's next regularly scheduled Call of Duty to 2024. The paid expansion envisioned for Modern Warfare 2 instead was a premium Call of Duty uh, sorry the paid expansion envisioned for Modern Warfare 2 is instead a premium Call of Duty game now according to an Activision spokesperson with a single player campaign and new multiplayer maps. Uh, the Call of Duty franchise will observe its 20th anniversary this year Infinity War, Treyarch, Sledgehammer and Activision on a whole are in the envelope are are in the envelope in a oh they're talking about the Microsoft sale.
1: I'm surprised. Why did they Does that mean they split up the story of Modern Warfare 2?
2: No, I think they're just they're just going to make a full game now.
1: But they say it's a continuation of Modern Warfare 2.
2: The, right. I think I think the original plan was just to do premium DLC. Right. But instead they're doing a full $70 retail release. Yeah, which, that is a means,
1: continuation of Modern Warfare so 2. So it's
2: probably just going to be like Call of Duty 2.5. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. That that's gonna, very strange. And they're going to do it within a year.
1: I was trying to look up the story. I was trying to look up cutscenes of the story between Mono Warfare, the old ones and the new ones. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of difference. Um, there's a lot of difference. I couldn't tell where this one ended <laughs> compared to the last, the, yeah. the old one. Um, I was very confused by everything. Yeah. No. It's... <laughs> because there's also like the old one's not that old and no. um they have like 4k pc versions of like the old one yeah there's re- that still
2: look really good that, yeah so it's very confusing what yeah even this is <laughs> i know it's, it's it's very weird that like you know call of duty modern warfare one and two are like the most popular call of Duty games of all time yeah so here you just you basically said let's do that again This is honestly worse than the Resident Evil 4 (laughs) remake.
1: I will say I like uh, Warzone 2 a little more than I did. Uh, I played it like a week ago and I had more fun. Um, Apparently, it's still not out on mobile, Call of Duty Warzone. I think it's the
2: original Warzone coming from mobile and it's still not out yet. Um, I went to a trivia night last week with my friends and one of the questions was uh, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, what country invades the United States? I knew it. It was Russia. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Russia. But but someone asked, and I should have I should have asked this too. Someone asked the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, or the old Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? Isn't it still Russia? No. Oh. I don't think Russia invades the US in the new one. Oh. I think you in like the US invades Mexico. <laughs> oh. What the hell? Yeah, because I remember I d I didn't play the new Modern Warfare 2, but I remember reading a lot of articles about how there's like a very gross um stuff happening at the border of the u.s and mexico that like you're forced to do yeah so interesting yeah um how did you do in trivia night Uh, i did pretty well i'd imagine you would it's the problem is it's like it's not a lot of pop culture trivia it's all like weird stuff like one of the things like according to australia um what are two of the 10 most popular names for girl dogs
0: how's anyone supposed (laughs) to know that
2: yeah so random stuff like that but that's annoying
0: yeah uh
1: Mary movie coming out early yeah it's coming out
2: two days early it's coming out april 5th instead of april 7th uh that is cool that's weird what day is april 5th i think that's a wednesday um uh, it it's that is a wednesday coming out april 5th in the u.s and in more than 60 markets around the world the movie hits theaters in additional markets in april and may with japan opening in april 26th 28th 28th uh I interesting uh yeah why is it coming later to mario's home country
1: i don't know because i thought maybe like voiceovers and stuff but they're probably not doing voiceovers mm. they probably want chris pratt yeah uh interesting Uh, it's very strange that
2: it's coming two days early a lot of movies do that though like they'll announce like hey we're coming two days early they want to get like a little bit more about like weekend box i hope nobody bought tickets yep (laughs) damn
1: i didn't uh okay also miyamoto on nintendo after he retires oh no uh
2: in an interview with npr shigeru miyamoto was asked what uh about what nintendo will be like when he's gone but in his view he doesn't think much will change Miyamoto explained to the outlet that many people within the company, including those who work on Mario games, all have this sense of what it means to be Nintendo. He also pointed out how many new ideas often have an essence of Nintendo. His full words, you know, I really feel like it's not going to change. It's probably going to be the same. That's, there's, you know, people who are on the creative team, uh, people on the executive team, creators within the company, and also people who create Mario, and they all have this sense of what it means to be Nintendo. It also... And so it's not like there's a lot of different opinions that go back and forth. Everyone has an understanding. This is kind of a shared understanding of what it is to be Nintendo. And so even when there's new ideas that come up, there's always the fact that it's new idea, that it's a new idea, but also the fact that is, it, uh, this, this, but is also saying-
0: the
1: fact is it, but also the fact that is it a new idea that really has the essence of Nintendo or that's, not? Yeah. And I think that's something that you know. We have this incredible shared vision, almost a little scary shared vision about this. So I think there won't, it's not going to change. It's, it's that he's talking like a normal person. Right. And they wrote it down. So there's going to be like skips in the, in after the, the fourth dialogue. or fifth
2: time he said ideas, it just broke me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Miyamoto, the creator of Mario is 70 years old, but uh, before he settles into his creative fellow role, um, there. are there was much to talk of the potential retirement. However, he's still quite hands-on, especially with the Super Mario Bros. movie and Super Nintendo World. Yeah, he went to the opening. Yeah. So mm. Yeah. Good on him. We'll we'll have him for, yeah. for a little while longer. I mean I mean, like, there's Walt Disney. He's been dead a long time. There's Stanley, He's gone now a couple of years. He's like the next one. Like the it's one. The, the one the one car the one person In their fields who created, like, the most iconic characters in their medium. Like, it's Walt Disney, Stan Lee, and him. Yep. So. All
1: right, next, Xbox boss now downplaying importance of merger. Yes. Where's the quote?
2: Uh, Let's find it. Talking to British uh, Paper of the Times over the weekend, Spencer pointed out how the real reason, according to him and Xbox, that the company is trying to buy up Activision Blizzard King. Noting that it wasn't to snap of Call of Duty or keep it off other platforms. Instead, he, he said that the main purpose behind the deal is to help Microsoft catch up in the mobile market and eventually become a true competitor to Google and Apple's mobile stores. He admitted that this is, possible, this is a possible future was a long way from today. But what if this proposed deal and the plans to make Xbox a true player in the mobile space fall apart? Spencer suggested everything would be fine, even if he admitted this was an important acquisition for Xbox. Um, it's not some linchpin to some long term. It's not some linchpin to the long term. Xbox will exist if the deal doesn't go through, uh, Spencer said. Uh, hold on. Uh, of course, this is true, but it does seem odd that after a year of emphasizing how dauntingly massive Sony and Nintendo's combined market share is, and continuing to say that consuming Activision would be would make xbox competitive and stronger spencer is now out there going well we don't really need them good if it happens i guess (laughs) i guess
1: they're prepared for a world where it doesn't go through
2: yeah because i mean they are coming up against a lot of like resistance especially in uk and in europe so i mean we've talked about it before like since the beginning phil spencer has said that the real reason behind this acquisition was to king so they can acquire king mobile game studio so that they can have a, a stronger footprint in the mobile gaming space they do need that yes that is they, they they do not have that yeah um i mean maybe that is why they've been so open about putting call of duty on other platforms to like really show that it, it is king that they care about mm-hmm. more than anything else i still think it's weird i still think it's bizarre that they didn't just buy king yeah from activision i mean I'm sure the acquisition of Activision Blizzard King because it came out like within months of like the original like scandals at Activision, so I'm sure that like accelerated. That's things. what I'm
1: thinking. Like they wanted King, and then I think Activision was like, "No, we can't just give up King," and then all that shit happened, and probably the entire video game industry did not like Bobby Kotick. Yeah, and Microsoft was like, "We're in a position to do something about that," yeah, and then we, they did we'll just take the whole company. Yeah, just take it right out from under you. Yeah, so. All right, last thing, Angry Birds. Remember them? They're getting rid of the game, but not. I'm going to just read what Rovio said. Okay. They tweeted in what looks like them being canceled. Yeah. uh, We have reviewed the business case of Rovio Classics Angry Birds. And due to the game's impact on our wider games portfolio, we have decided that Rovio Classics Angry Birds will be unlisted from the Google Play Store on Thursday, February 23rd, Additionally, the game will be renamed to Red's First Flight in the App Store pending further review. Rovio Classics Angry Birds will remain playable on devices on which the game has been downloaded even after it has been unlisted. We understand that this is sad news for many fans as well as the team has ha- as well as the team that has worked hard to make Rovio Classics Angry Birds a reality. We are extremely grateful to the Angry Birds fans who have shown their love of the brand and the game from the beginning. We hope those fans can continue to bring that passion to our live Angry Birds Slingshot games, such as Angry Birds 2, Angry Birds Friends, and Angry Birds Journey, where our goal every day is to craft the best possible experience for players.
2: Angry uh, Rovio Classics Angry Birds is a pay-once-get-the-whole-game game Yeah, everything else is a free to play with microtransactions so does that mean so by impacting their portfolio they mean they're not making enough money off of right
1: so when they delisted and relisted as red's first flight is that free to play actually didn't that
2: means they did that already uh we will be renaming red first flight
1: i i have it on apple red's first flight is a dollar
2: okay well this is um they're specifically talking about the google play store
1: Oh, I I just did that on the iTunes app store. And it came up British. The British app store for some reason. Interesting. It was a year, a pound.
2: Uh, there's a light bird, huh? First. But there's like, Red's not the only bird in Angry Birds. It is not. I'm getting a lot of like airplane stuff.
1: This is the game will be renamed to Red's First Flight in the app store. So I guess that just
2: means yeah. uh, iTunes. Um. I'm getting Angry Birds 2, Angry Birds Friends, Angry Birds Journey, Angry Birds Transformers. So I understand where they're coming
1: from because they have a big IP right now. And the only thing anybody wants to play is the first game. Right. And it was it was. probably a dollar or two yeah and you got everything all there and it's good and you think about angry birds you see the movie somewhere and you're like oh i want to try this angry birds game i've heard about angry birds yeah you're gonna keep getting the first game not the newest hotness that they're trying to push so they tried things like calling it rovio classics angry birds Mm -hmm. so that it shows people that this is the old one you don't want that you want the new one yeah but uh that didn't work so they're delisting it completely or changing the name completely and trying to push on you the free to play stuff yeah because i guess that's what the new business model is yeah so i think there's probably better ways to go about that Uh, absolutely like i mean mean, renaming it to red's first flight i don't think is that bad that that kind of makes a little bit of sense
2: does it though because like Everybody knows it as Angry Birds. Yeah, like Angry Birds has been around for how long? And like now, all of a sudden, the original game is going to be called something different.
1: I think the move is just Rovio Classics Angry Birds, and then you download the game and you play it. And it goes, "Hey, you want to try the new one?" Like right when you open yeah. the game, it should be like, "Here's the new one. Here's a discount to four free eggs or whatever yeah. the fuck the the microtransactions are." Um, removing an option for people. Uh, is terrible i don't know why they're doing it for the google play store specifically it seems like it's going to be still available for itunes yeah. but not on the google play store
2: <sighs> that's dumb yeah what a world we live in angry birds what a what a whirlwind franchise that's been hey it's this time now oh,
0: the week, the week, the week.
1: this is from danny trejo <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Hashtag Pokemon Day. And it's his head severed on top of a turtle. You don't know what that's a reference to.
2: Desperado. Nope. What is it? Breaking Bad. It was Fuck. There was a character on Breaking Bad called Tortuga, and they cut his head off and put it on a turtle.
1: I've seen that before. I've yeah. seen his head on a turtle yeah, before. From, I, didn't, I didn't know Breaking what it was Bad. from.
2: Breaking Bad is one of those shows that, like, you, you hear everybody talk about, like, oh, it's the greatest show ever, and, like, you think it's overhyped and overrated. But then you watch it, and you're, like, you're upset because they're right. <laughs> it is great. It is fantastic. You know, I've seen clips on YouTube. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, it genuinely is. And, like, part of you is, like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to fucking Breaking Bad. How good can it be? You sit there, and you're, like, fuck, this is incredible television. Also, uh, I've seen the last episode, and that's it.
1: That, it, it was yeah. a great last episode It was
2: a very good last episode Two uh, episodes before that is probably the best episode of the whole series though Okay Directed by, uh, what's his name, Ryan Johnson The guy who made Star Wars great <laughs> But you know, guys don't appreciate that uh, Last week's Wolf Den Podcast Oh yeah, over on the YouTube channel uh, YouTube.com slash Wolf Den Podcast If you left have to a comment like over
1: script. there, we might read it right now Just like Jace did uh, Will, what do you think about all the DCU movie news? Excited for Excited or concerned? I just hope we see most of these movies unlike the past DC movie slate. I think okay, so
2: like the DC, like people have to just accept the fact that the DC movies since Man of Steel it, it's been messy. It's just has been, you know, they had they rushed to create a cinematic universe and, you know, this the Snyder era we'll call it like was messy and it didn't really work. People didn't really like it. Then the next era, the Walter Hamada era, was also messy and confusing and people liked it better but not really. So like it it was in dire need of like a refresh and like like a standardization and we finally have it. It seems like we finally have it at least. You know, I like James Gunn a lot. He has proven himself to be not only a fan of this stuff but he understands comic books and superheroes um so i think it's in good hands i find the the selection of movies he's uh picked to and tv shows to like start this whole thing interesting because the movies it's like swamp thing and superman and uh the brave and the bold and the tv shows is like green lanterns and amanda waller and the creature commando so it's like this weird mix of like top tier stuff and like b level and c level stuff which you would think you might want to just do all a level stuff but you know whatever so i'm interested to see where it goes i'm not gonna like rush out to see everything immediately Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna i'm just gonna sit back see where it takes us all i know is like i think everything's in good hands we'll see i mean when they announced like the early
1: marvel movies we were pretty confused too there was a lot of like b-level stuff and that turned into like
2: incredible Stuff. Well, like, the first round was, like, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Like, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, like, even, like, back then, you think that makes sense. Those are, like, the big Marvel characters that they own. Mm-hmm. And then the next round, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man, which was, like, a little weird, but okay. And then the next round, they got progressively weirder with, like, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, and then that, well, well like, now is a whole different story. But, like, yeah. Now it's wacky and weird. Yeah, now world. it's, like, nobody's really happy with Marvel yeah. movies right now yeah I've completely well, dropped off I, I'm so disappointed they look
1: good I mean they I, I look it looks like I would like Ant-Man but uh, I don't I don't think I would
2: like Ant-Man apparently nobody likes Ant-Man right oh, now, which okay. sucks because I've been championing the Ant-Man movies since the first one I'm the one who's saying like the Ant-Man movies are good you're all the idiots <laughs> and now they tried to make Ant-Man like all the Avengers movies and then ruined it yeah the whole appeal of Ant-Man or well, part of the appeal at least is like to see like normal things big <laughs> It's like being big world in Mario, like oh, it's like it's a bathtub, but it's a big bathtub, you know. (laughs) And when you go into the quantum realm, like you don't know what anything looks like. You have nothing to compare it to in the real world, like oh, it's a tower, but it's a big tower, like that's a sci-fi tower. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll see it when it comes on Disney Plus. I am caught up with finally with all the Marvel stuff. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is very good. Thor: Love and Thunder is pretty bad okay it's, that's upsetting it is upsetting it was upsetting too is like at the halfway point in the movie suddenly it becomes better mm-hmm. but like the beginning like is, solo
1: yeah kind of <laughs> the beginning of solo was bad and then the halfway through it got good all of a sudden
2: not it not as dramatic like solo is still a better movie than that solo. okay and the worst part about it is christian bale the poor man is in a completely different movie he's <laughs> incredible oh my God, you were, like you feel so bad for him because he's giving it all. He is incredible. But he is not in the same movie as everybody else.
1: <laughs> all right. No, Knowles Dean says, you guys are too young to know what good NES games are. You're judging them versus everything after 8-bit. I'm
2: 35. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that too young for it's, NES?
1: We grew up with an NES. Yes. And... Uh, we
2: had the best games on it. We, yeah, we grew up with Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. And Ninja Gaiden. And Ninja, Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden 2 and Mega Man 3. Yeah.
1: And Back to the Future. Back to the to Future, the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we knew even then this was not, not good. Right. Um, there's not a lot of good NES games. Sorry.
2: There's not, there's not a lot of good. Uh, I, I do feel like video like, games haven't found their football. Maybe yet. if we were even like five years older we would like appreciate it more and find like the nuance and art to it there are a lot of nes games i do like but i do recognize that it is like you know black and white films are cool but like when we got color films and color films are so much better yeah
1: yeah uh m- hey them miz Ms- Ms- i'm sorry but a list in an audio podcast is very boring to listen to well i'm sorry sorry it's just one episode yeah, it's just one episode you'll be fine Mega Dragon says, "Dry Newsweek, Bob. Time to break out the old faithful. Opens its list. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> uh, Banana Bear Game says, "I'm going to use this episode as an excuse to voice my hatred towards Chrono Trigger not being in the SNES games. It's amazing how Square Enix just refuses to acknowledge its existence." Also, a good couple, a good couple would be Nathan and Ellen from Uncharted. Elena, Elena from Uncharted a bit rocky but definitely my favorite Yeah, i guess Uh, she's a big part
2: of it right i only ever played three and four uh,
1: and she's not really in those she's eh. a
2: big part of one right like she's the main like the second main character in one two she kind of like disappears and then comes back same thing in three like like yeah they eventually get married in four but like you know drake kind of like lies to her and goes off adventuring with his brother yeah you don't see any chemistry really ruins their relationship i don't know they always elena kind of always felt like she kept coming back because like because she had to yeah not because she was like a part of drake's life Mm -hmm. essentially so in terms of square enix
1: not acknowledging chrono trigger I don't think that Could be a rights
2: thing No They own Chrono Trigger Lock, Stock, and Barrel It's been on PlayStation a couple of times I mean That not being on Switch Online is Goes to the greater Question of like A lot of third parties Aren't putting their Stuff on Switch Online mm-hmm. I mean I don't I don't think Chrono Trigger is Available on Switch At all But like That's a game Like Square would Just release it on Switch They've re-released yeah. Qu- Chrono Trigger a bunch Square would history. be a-, a Chrono Trigger Why don't they Revisit
1: that franchise It was such a big deal
2: there's two games there's chrono trigger which is the original and chrono cross on the PlayStation. oh yeah 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 there's the only two but like chrono trigger like they there's a ds version of chrono trigger that's apparently the definitive version of it Mm -hmm. i mean they could just re-release that
1: all right now we're in the chat well also if we guys thank uh original spiff for the 13 months blam made it in time to catch the (laughs) the, at least the end thanks for blaming yeah Holy Lettuce says, did you guys see the Elden Ring DLC was announced, but now in development? I know it's not really your style of game, but I'm excited. Seems like it wouldn't get a DLC if it didn't do as well as it did. Not sure if y'all mentioned it. We
2: didn't. We didn't. Um, I forgot about it, honestly. Yeah. What can you do to that game? Like, what can you add to it? More bosses, I guess. That's really it. Yeah. Uh,
1: No, I'm sure that that's going to do really well. Yeah. So, Bob, according to Dynaminer's According to Eurogamer, Dynamizer discovers secret bonus points are given out in Mario Kart Super Circuit for everyone except Yoshi. What the fuck does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? Everyone loves Yoshi. Secret bonus points. Okay. I pick Yoshi sometimes.
2: Oh, well, don't pick him cuz he's not getting bonus points. Uh
1: Super Mario Broth, which is a Twitter account I fo- I Twitter account that I follow. In Mario Kart Super Circuit the Grand Prix rank is calculated with a complex formula that awards points for player's performance. However, the formula also gives free bonus points simply for playing as certain characters with Bowser getting the most and Yoshi getting
2: none. So, I think that just proves that Mario Kart is unfair.
1: Yeah, it's fucking stupid. B- Bowser, I guess cuz he's the slowest? Yeah. And they need to even it out a little bit. And Toad's the fastest. But why is Yoshi not getting any? Yeah,
2: that's strange.
1: To achieve the triple star ranking, the player must achieve 330 skill points. This means that simply by choosing Bowser, the player is already 13.6% of the way to getting that rank before the race has even started. A player choosing Yoshi must play much better than one choosing Bowser to achieve the same ranking. Okay. Game's also hard as hell to control. It's not, yeah. a, not a, It's not a good game. um
2: when's the next will appearance on the nintendo podcast good we gotta question talk about that i want to do another right. game yeah show. that was good let me know i gotta i started writing questions then i stopped oh good but like i have next time is gonna have a specific theme okay so i, I we we gotta
1: do it with like a game show set with like a podium and yeah stuff. We, gotta we gotta figure, to figure, that, figure out. that out um are you guys ever going to have guests on here again or is that reserved for the non podcast uh we when we relaunched this podcast we wanted to have a lot of guests yeah and then i just got lazy
2: <laughs> i am gonna take a week off in june so you'll have okay. a guest then i will have a guest so in wait June. wait for the end of june
1: <laughs> <laughs> um or i'll take off too there you go i could do that uh anyway when's the next what bob got wrong
2: uh I got to start watching the Nintendo again. I, but- I'm
1: never wrong anymore. I've learned
2: all my lessons.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, we are doing a... Uh,
1: this is a spoiler for the Nintendo podcast. It, not this week, but the week after. Hannah made like this uh, card game type thing. Uh, you ever heard of Super Fight? Yeah. It's that, but she made it like video game characters. Oh, which is pretty good. That is cool. That's pretty cool. You basically just argue about why your guy would win. First guy I got, Kirby. Mm. Which is the end. Yeah. For anyone. <laughs> got any wacky streams coming up this week? Uh I wanna stream with my espresso machine. But I need the tamper, so I don't mm. know.
2: Just Amazon over a tamper. Hopefully it's same day but, delivery. But the
1: problem is
2: Oh, you? Do you have to go to a coffee store? No, like, no, no, no. no. And... I don't want to
1: waste my money on a shitty one. Okay. For no reason. I got a good one, and I got it expedited. Yeah. But it's still coming from China. Oh. So,
2: I, I, I got to wait for it. So why don't you just buy like, like a tamper? It's just basically like a thing that like pushes down. Yeah. Okay. So it why... has to be exactly fifty-eight point five millimeters. Okay. So why don't you just buy a cheap one? Because then I'm wasting money.
0: Like a two
2: dollar tamper while I, you wait for your sixty dollar one. They're they're like at cheapest ten
0: dollars. Okay, that's I feel like that's a rip off.
1: I got a forty five. <laughs> oh no, I got I got a forty dollar one and then paid twenty dollars for expedited shipping. I sixty dollars <laughs> just like I said. <laughs> this one's cooler. It has a spring in it, so you always <laughs> okay. you always do the same amount of force uh i'm excited to see this espresso machine in action so am i these are
2: expensive oh here we go uh 750 i got a normcore one normcore yeah 43 dollars. that's the one except that was one
1: that one's black i got it in white and i had to get it from the normcore website i'm a
0: little He's pissed right here
1: it's in black i wanted white i'm a little pissed off at normcore because they had a cool pitcher and i uh-huh. got it and it has
0: a little like uh, a
1: little in the spout right where the milk pours out it's like a little fucked up really it's not smooth oh. i'm a little mad at them uh also my 3d printer is not wi-fi oh um, that sucks you can get a wi-fi like car it's all yeah. open source bullshit uh-huh. So they have a, a Wi-Fi card that is basically for an Arduino. Uh-huh. The website that I bought that from sells the, the the Wi-Fi card for $6. Okay. The shipping was 25 Oh. So I found the same card on Amazon, uh-huh. three for $6. Okay. And I was like, that's a waste because I don't need three. I only need one. Found it on another website, a dollar free shipping. <laughs> Just some random website. There you go. So I ordered it there, dollar fifty. Go. I'm getting a Wi-Fi card.
2: How big do you need your tamper to be? Fifty-eight millimeters. Fifty-eight point five, basically. Oh, so this is fifty-eight. Yeah, it's two side. It's fifty-one soon. and fifty-eight. That would probably work. And it's uh, eight bucks. You can have it here by Friday.
1: I'm probably gonna You know, I probably have it coming any minute now, unless <laughs> it accidentally shows up at my fucking parents' house. Which you could. What kind of printer did you get? It's called a Prusa Mini. <laughs> it's over there. It's orange. What's cool about that is all the... You see the orange parts on it? Yeah. And some of the black parts. But the orange parts are 3D printed. So oh. they have Pruss's 3D printing Pruss's. Cool. <laughs> and they have Bob at home 3D printing Zelda's titties. And
2: big, big titty Zelda. <laughs> anyway,
1: uh... That's it. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you
2: for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolfden Podcast is every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, a youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast. So you can go check us out over there on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash wolfdenpodcast or your preferred podcast service choice. But no matter where you get the show from, folks, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms. Should I
1: raid Wood or is he going to be mad that uh, he's, that he's uh, not here? No. Uh, every time I've raided him the past couple times, he, he stops streaming. It looks like he's playing a game. Uh, we're going to raid right. Wood. Okay. Uh, he's, I played this game with him last night. Uh, after the fall, it's a PSVR game. Mm. Or it's just a VR game. He plays this game all of the time, apparently. Okay. Uh and it's pretty good. It's it's based It's Left 4 Dead. Ah, it's another Left 4 Dead game. But this time, in VR. Ooh. I, I'm uh stalling a little bit because I'm trying to see where my norm core tamper is, and I don't have any email updates or anything. Oh. <laughs> so never mind. I'll find that out later. Thanks for watching, guys. Go watch Wood. I'll see you maybe tomorrow?
0: Definitely Thursday. Uh, bye. Bye! Whoops.